I'm Noah, and you're listening to Product Journey. I, I, I want to find some kind of content that is low effort to produce <laughs> and low editing. Yeah. But it's very difficult. I haven't been on video a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's difficult to keep the flow going on without a lot of preparation in advance. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> so what I tried practicing. to do. Uh, so, you know, I, I make some videos, but kind of my deal with myself when I when I was doing that was like, all right, this has to take basically as little amount of time as possible because, you know, we, you know, as an indie hacker, you, you have a business to run. Like I can't spend all my time making YouTube videos. Exactly. Um, so I got it down to where it would take me probably like 30 minutes to create like a three minute video. So not, you know, they're not super long, but it's kind of, most of my videos are just like me talking about a, a topic I was thinking about recently or updating some progress I've made on my product. And I just take one take. I'm not allowed to take two takes or more than one take. <laughs> and I, it's just me, you know, it's just my talking head. And then I just edit it really quick and then just throw it up there. And that's what I've done. And um, it's worked for me in the, at least in the, uh, you know, like I'm able to create some content. There's some people that watch it. I don't think it works very well for the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> like my <laughs> my YouTube channel hasn't been growing I have, very much. I have seen a lot of <laughs> your videos in the past. I actually discovered your Twitter account and, and your YouTube video way, way before this. I think it's about a year ago or something. Mm, mm-hmm. Then I saw your videos and your format was what inspired me to do mine. So I think... The, oh, wow. the content of the video and then the video title and thumbnail you did not I, I think you did not spend a lot of time on trying to make the most clickbaity videos title ever no so that, no. So, so that's why it's it kind of uh not picking up by the algorithm a lot <laughs> yeah I, I really like the format that you are you're using man i'm trying to do the same but maybe trying to get the content a little a little bit more dense and yeah. a little bit more catchy so it will you yeah know, do a better uh, job than me <laughs> <laughs> but but it re- it's really difficult i didn't know how how difficult it is until i actually tried it and my first video like i took like uh more than two or three hours and <laughs> like a oh, 10 yeah. takes or something just to not to rum to, to rumbling on the video and it's just so difficult. And also English is not my first language. So uh, yeah, yeah, still, I can imagine that still trying difficult. to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is really impressive when you can, you know, it's your second language is English and you can still like talk and like share really? valuable information. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that is that is tricky. I can see how that would be hard, um, especially doing it like yeah. in front of a camera. And you have to like look at the camera lens and it's like if, when you see that lens you're like oh wow there's like a lot of people watching me right now like this is kind of yeah. weird <laughs> i keep i keep thinking whenever i i make a mistake or i i stumble when i'm speaking i just keep thinking that this is a recording video and i can do i can redo this like i can make a perfect <laughs> sentence without see, a break that's in, the problem in the middle. <laughs> yeah that's what makes it take yeah. hours of time is like you're like oh i gotta make this perfect i gotta make this perfect if you just yeah, kind of exactly. let go of some of that you, you gotta find the right bar i think because i think in some ways uh the effort i've put into it over the last you know year or two maybe was too low to where like it wasn't good enough and that's why you know youtube didn't the, the algorithm didn't pick some of it up 
Um, Cause I think if you did like you're saying where it's like, you kind of have it really dense, you got your points kind of ma- like set. Cause sometimes, mm. you know, I'll make a video, I have like a topic and that's about it. Like I don't make any notes. I'll just like go into it. And that probably creates a video that's not, you know, dense enough. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you find the right level of like, all right, I'm going to put a little effort in, but I'm not going to do more than that. It doesn't have to be perfect. Maybe that's, you know, maybe you got to find that level to where you could make a YouTube channel that starts to grow and is hopefully valuable still. Um, so yeah, I'm still working on that. I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, <laughs> my, my, uh, my target to, for the preparation part is that I can, I can write a few headlines and a few bullet points in advance and then that's it. And then I can just jump on, do one take or maybe just two and then, um, edit it out some of the silence uh, part with a simple mm-hmm. editing tool and and then just upload and that would be perfect but i'm still trying to get there <laughs> my last video yeah. it took me so, so the video if it if it is a 10 minutes video i don't want to take more than 20 minutes working on it so the yeah. last video i kind of got like um i spent like 45 minutes to produce a 15 minutes 15 minutes uh, video i think 15 minutes so um uh, it's been improving, but not not quite at the at the level that I wanted yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I think with like videos and and content in general, I feel mm. like there's two routes you can go. It's like you can go the one route where you cover other people that are doing interesting things and like news and like that's kind of your content is like focusing on other like really interesting stuff. And to do that well, you probably have to do a lot of research and digging. Or you can yeah. go the second route which is you are interesting yourself and you're unique yeah. yourself and you kind of just like talk about what you're up to. And if, yeah. if, if you're really interesting, unique, which I think you are Tony, cause you're like doing lots of crazy stuff. <laughs> I think you could go this route and that's what people would want is you just kind of talk about what's going on. And in some way it's, it's beneficial because it probably doesn't take as much time to do that because you know yourself really well, you know what you've been up to and then you just make content about it in a good way. And that's like, that's the content that I think that could do well. Um, so I say the second route <laughs> for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do that. I think, I think there's a few things that I have learned along the way, uh, since I, since the beginning to here that it would be interesting to share. I, I also share about that on my newsletter and in the short form of tweet and, mm. uh, and, and YouTube is also something I wanted to share as well, but I still have to work a lot on my, uh, speaking and, and the the way I introduce, I walk through the problems and the ideas behind every every concept and every um, idea of the learnings, uh, and do that fluently in English in front of the camera. Um, yeah. If I if I can practice that skill and and get that skill, I think uh, I will be able to produce more helpful content on YouTube. I I'm not a fan of uh, like just reporting content yeah like um just saying uh, today i did this today i did that is is uh it's easy for me to produce those content but is i don't think mm-hmm. it's very helpful to a lot of people like it's helpful to some people but but it's not a lot so um, right. usually i would tend to talk i want to talk about some topics that that i i have learned and then trying to trying to make it helpful to as many people as i can but then again, that's that's gonna be difficult. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. No, no, that sounds like a good plan. That's I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and maybe we can talk a little bit about 
what some of those things are you've learned um, next. But I, I feel like I should just introduce at least who you are before we continue <laughs> going so that the listener is sure. not like, who, who are you talking to? Uh, so this is Tony Den. And Tony, you have, you're, you know, like you're an indie hacker. You have multiple products, uh, WTILs, Blackmagic, Snapper. Um, and you were just on the Indie Hackers podcast recently. So I don't want to cover, just for the listeners, I don't want to, I'm not going to cover the same things that were on there. And that, that podcast, I think, really gave a good kind of like context of like who you are and what you're working on. So uh, I'd say just like pause this episode right here and go listen to that if you haven't already. That's a great place to start. And then come back here because Tony and I are going to talk about some other things other than that. Um, but that, I will say, uh, Tony, that was a really good episode that was that was really interesting kind of hearing your journey um so that was really cool that you went on there and kind of shared uh what's going on because you so you you're you're kind of up to like 20k mrr right yeah and like you did that in like a year like it's only been a year is that right yeah uh to be exact uh, at the one year mark i think at that point i have like 10k only 10k but beside that i also have other products that have non-recurring revenue so mm, yep. it, it kind of uh yeah add up i mean that's just really fast like that's really fast to get to that milestone all you know so like you you you're doing this all by yourself so i mean that's just really cool um thanks <laughs> i think i got ever, lucky a few times <laughs> yeah do you ever get like overwhelmed as like because you have like three or four different products and you got a lot of things going on. Do you ever get like overwhelmed that like, oh man, this is so much stuff to handle all by myself? For sure, man. Uh, there's always a thinking like that. So I have I have to maintain multiple products, but the problem is, no, the point is most of them are not very needy in terms of maintenance. So out of four, three products, three main products that I have right now, only Blackmagic is a SaaS product. So, you know, have servers, have subscription customers. So I need a lot of support. And uh, the system is also quite complicated with a lot of data and features. So I these days, I spend a lot of time on, on that. For the other product that mm-hmm. you use and, and Snapper, uh, both are macOS apps. So just one-time purchase, uh, people buy it and people use it. And um, I don't really have to spend a lot of time uh, in coding and also in marketing. Um, yeah. So I would say I'm, even though I have multiple products, the main, the main product that take most of my time is still Blackmagic. And, and uh, I don't think I can ever take, I'm not sure if I can take another SaaS project going on. It will become too much. Well, yeah, one-time purchase products are quite good in terms of bringing you another source of revenue, why giving uh-huh. you multiple options, like uh, multiple products to work on if you get bored at one thing at some at some point yeah. and you can just work on the other. That's interesting. I, I haven't thought about the idea of one-time purchase being like easier to manage than a SaaS. Do, do DevUtils and Snapper, do they not have like server-side code that you have to run? Like it all just runs like in the, the Mac client? Yeah, the only thing that it needs in the internet is auto-update, where I de- deliver new updates of the app and the license checking logic. 
So those are the, the two mm. things that require the internet and uh, I need a server. Uh, other than that, it just runs entirely offline. There's nothing nothing else. I don't I don't even collect data or anything. So I don't have a server to receive on those. So uh, maintaining a, a license server is simple. Uh, mm -hmm. You just set it up at the first time and then it just run. And I don't. I already did this for DevUtils, which is an uh, an app I built like as uh, of now two years already. So I just reuse most most of the license license checking code from the server side for Snapper. Then uh, and then that's it. Uh, th there's not much to maintain from the server side. People just download and use it on 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 their computers. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't thought about that. Um... Because obviously, as a solo, you know, indie hacker, making products that don't take all of your time to maintain is is helpful. Like, do you get much like customer support kind of requests for those um, tools, or is it mostly through Black Magic that you get requests? Uh, for for a Snapper and DevUtils, those apps, I do get requests, but I would say like ninety percent of them are feature requests because I mm. tend to release very early. So that it's missing a lot of uh, obvious features. So most of the emails I got are feature requests, which is uh, non-actionable for me. I, I don't need to take action on that immediately. And uh, like for Blackmagic, there's a service like run in real time um, with uh, real-time data. Then I get more type of requests, like uh, debug something or check if this account is not working. Um, yeah, so for for the apps, I think it's pretty cool that you can just continue to get revenue without having to min uh, to provide a lot of support. Yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's definitely really cool because that's like I don't know. That's kind of like what we're indie hackers are going for is like how can you make <laughs> how can you make revenue and money without having to put too much time um, into it. Like that's kind of the the dream or the goal. Um, so that's cool that you're you're kind of doing that uh, with some of those products. Um, I did, you know, I've looked at Black Magic and stuff, and like, like I feel like that's a pretty complex tool, really. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. It seems like there's like a lot of like there seems like there'd be a lot of data that you're pulling and and data behind the scenes that allow you to like do the features that you're doing. Um, so yeah, like how how did you manage to build all that so quickly as a, a solo entrepreneur? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'd be overwhelmed. Like, you, you don't feel overwhelmed from black magic sometimes? <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> but uh, it's been a long time already. So uh, right now is almost uh, almost a year and a half. So that was a long time to add features. Like, and adding features is like my favorite activity. <laughs> so, so, you know, <laughs> during that one year and six months, I've been adding a lot of features from time to time. And I, I uh, at the beginning, Blackmagic was not about this Chrome browser, uh, browser extension. It's about a bunch of random tools for Twitter to to help me to create more engaging content and creating more engagements on Twitter. So that was the, the that was the reason I created that. And I think as time went on, I keep adding more features to to help me to, to continue to do that. The browser yeah. extension is also that thing. And because I have a, a lot of random ideas about Twitter, about how I would want to use Twitter, then I, I uh, 
anything I want, I, I just add to it. Like it's very specific to me. And I think mm-hmm. for Black Magic, I got lucky that the things that are relevant to me somehow are uh, resonate with other people. That's how I could get uh, other people to use the product and then become my customers. But at the end of the day, I I'm just trying to build something that I would want to use, and um, yeah, because of that, the product right now is had a lot of uh, you know, so many features and so many random stuff around the uh, around an account on Twitter. So I, yeah. that's how Tony wants, it gets Tony to wants this a lot point. of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of random things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, cool though. Um, yeah, the other I, question. I think they do resonate. Uh, and you know, they are helpful for other people. I think that's why I noticed like there's, there's quite a few Twitter like tools, I think, especially built by indie hackers and bootstrappers, because, you know, that's just at least the community that's, you know, on Twitter, we're all kind of on there. And so like, that's where people do have problems and they're like, oh, this would be a product to make. Um, so it does seem like it's a little competitive sometime. Have you felt that all at all that there's like just like the competition of different tools and things on Twitter, does has that made it challenging at all having some of that competition? Uh, um, I know that there are a lot of tools and SaaS products for for Twitter in the indie hacker community, and uh, honestly, at the beginning, I didn't want to build just another Twitter product at all. Like there, there are already so many, you know. But in the end, I still decided to build it, and the reason was that. I think what I have built is quite unique. Like if you oh, yeah, if, if you've sure. seen all of the all of the the existing product tools, and none of that has to do with the profile progress bar and the the real time banner, and then the Chrome extension that do these kind of analytics inside Twitter itself without going to anywhere else. I think I haven't seen that at all. There's a similar some some people trying to create something similar, and there existing similar products as well but for the unique unique selling point of black magic i don't think is is um i don't think it exists yet for that reason i think there's no not much competitive uh but also yeah. there's that is another problem right because there's not not much competitive then there's also not much customers too because um Lots of lots of people just uh, if they want to schedule content, there are already so many options. But if they want something uh-huh. very specific like Black Magic to do the things that uh, like I want to do, then uh, then there will be Black Magic. But the, those the those kind of people, there are not a lot of them, not a lot of them. So uh, yeah. I don't think they will be as big as other uh, Twitter scheduling tool like uh, Hyfury, FitHive, TweetHunter. Um, so, so many, <laughs> so many, right. so yeah, I don't think I will be focusing on competing in those area. Like they already done a good job on that. So I have a Chrome attention with, anal- with analytics as my selling point. Um, so I'm going to focus on that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, cause yeah, like you said, the, the other area with scheduling and stuff like that is, is pretty competitive. Um, yeah. It's definitely very unique. The you know the magic is just so much magic. You know, <laughs> yeah. I feel the same too with uh, with your product notion. Like uh, in the in terms of creating website from notion, I already know one. So mm-hmm. that is pretty. Yep. 
that the, the super one, right? So Boson yep. is literally the second one that I know that's yep. focused on building website based on Notion. So I think there's still a lot of room for you in the market to expand and look at what what Super have done. I think there's a lot of room for Boson to be much bigger than this. Yeah, I think so too. Um, there are a decent amount of competitors in the Notion website space as well. Like mm. I, um, all the other ones aren't very big, I don't think, but there's, you know, it's hard to know a little bit, but there's definitely a lot of people that have tried the same thing. Um, you know, I think it's once, um, you maybe know, so I haven't once, known uh, them. I don't know. Yeah, any other. <laughs> they're not, they're not well known maybe, but it's like, once there's a product idea that's out there, that's like, oh yeah, this is great. Then, you know, people flock to it. Right. And they're, everyone's trying to build it. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not worried about that too much. Like mainly supers. Yeah. Like super is my main competitor. Um, so they're the one, the only ones. And I, you know, I, I don't even try to worry about them either. Like I haven't looked at their product in a really long time. Um, other than I just did actually like two days ago, that was like the first time in the last maybe nine months because I was trying to basically figure out how to, how they did their freemium plan and how I should maybe differ from that. Um, you know, mm -hmm. if they zig, I should zag or, you know, just see how they do it so I can know what's, what's, what people are used to. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like typically I'm not trying, I'm trying to just like go my own path. And so far I've done that by like, just not knowing what they do. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, I, I really like uh, this saying, I'm not sure where I get it, but uh, they say the ideas are not unique. The execution is. So um, it's okay to, to just spread the product idea out there as long as you have your own uh, advantages and your unique execution should be fine. And as of now, 5K MRR recently, right? Congrats, yep, congratulations yep. on that. <laughs> Thank you. I think Thank at, you. Uh, if I were at 5K at the beginning of my journey, I would be happy already. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not at the and, beginning uh, of my journey though. Like this is this has been some but, time but to get still, to this point. <laughs> but still, I think 5K is quite quite a decent number to prove that this have a room, had a place in the market. And just need yeah. to get it in front of more eyeballs and, uh, and uh, there will be more customers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of my goal now. Like <clears throat> the product's to a pretty good spot. I feel good about the product. So yeah, now the plan is like basically just try to get it in front of a lot of people. And I have some ideas yeah. to do that. And I think, and I think uh, kind of similar to what you did maybe is like doing like engineering as marketing ideas. So that's, those are kind of the ideas I'm going for. Cause one, you know, I'm a software developer. I'm not necessarily great at the content or SEO kind of route, which I've done a little bit of that. Um, so I'm trying mm. to do like, how can you make a engineering as marketing, like a free tool that kind of can somewhat go viral. So you've, you've done this mm. a, a bit, right. With black magic, like you've made all these little like tools that people can use. Yeah. Uh, just curious, like how, how did those, did, did you see that those really helped a lot? Um, yeah. How, how did that, those go with like advancing people finding out, out about black magic? I, I really, um, I really didn't focus on trying to engineer as a marketing. Uh, in the early days, I did that on purpose. But then one of my idea to get attention, uh, it catch up, and then it turned out to be a, a, a real, like a money making feature of Black Magic. So, so um, in the recent time, I haven't done that for a while. Let me remember when was the last time I did something like that. 
I remember there was a feature where um, if you, uh, I post I post a tweet and then if people keep liking the tweet, it will um, it will add like the tweet will destruct itself in 24 hours and if you want to keep it alive you had to like it so so that was one thing i tried to did uh, to do to uh, to get more engagements interesting uh, yeah yeah it it did got a, a a decent amount of engagements but uh, the tweet like uh, live for like uh, th- 30 something hours got some decent amount of uh, traffic and then that's it it, it dies out quite fast <laughs> I don't think it's um if you are not investing a lot of time in the beginning for those side projects I think it's worth it uh but mm-hmm. otherwise in the long term I I'm not sure if it can be um at least a, a good investment like one thing I also did was emoji AI I did that out of something out of um, a, a random idea that I had during the day and I I find that Hey, this is an idea that I can do very quickly. I'm pretty sure I can do it under a day and then I can just launch on Product Hunt. So I did uh-huh. that, get some traction, get some engagement. And then since that point until now, there's nothing. There's okay. nothing else. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, it, you can keep building and building those. You can get some bumps in the <laughs> engagement and in the traffic. Um, but it takes... It takes time and effort for to repair that every time. Right. It's not like so like, do something um, and then it con- consistently bringing you benefits. Yeah. So like the your profile progress bar, real time banners, those aren't those aren't free that like people can use for free, or or those you have to pay for Black Magic. Uh, they are mostly free. So for the progress bar. Uh, you can use it for free, but you can only choose a very limited set of colors. So if you want to use more colors, you know, have to pay. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. the banner, you can also use it for free, but it will has a watermark in the top right corner. If you want to remove yeah. the watermark, then just pay. So yeah, they can still use it for free. Yeah, because that's I feel like that's <clears throat> that's like the strategy I'm trying to think through of like. You know, if you have a lot of people using those banners and things and it has your watermark, you know, mm. is that good enough to get people to start checking out Black Magic and they're mm. kind of like doing the marketing for you? So you haven't you haven't really seen that be that valuable? No, for those two, I think it's quite valu- valuable. And that's why I said, uh, so those features started as a side project to, you know, marketing as, in, as engineering for mm-hmm. dev use. <laughs> But then um, a lot of people like it, and it has become one of one of the three main features for for Black Magic. So yeah. those, so so that's why I said uh, if the side project becomes something big, then it will totally change everything. Um, can pot- potentially become your main product. <laughs> you you never yeah. know. Yeah, but but otherwise, uh, it will die out quite fast, and and you will never <laughs> you will never know which one will be a success. Um, side project so uh, i guess just build more <laughs> yep yeah try yep. more no that makes sense um so yeah my just to share a little bit of my plan um not i won't go into too much detail but kind of the plan is use notion widgets in a way so uh 
Notion widgets are people are things that people use and they like embed them in their Notion workspace. So it wouldn't necessarily mm. be specifically a part of Potion and building websites. But if I could make like little valuable tools that are free that a lot of Notion users want to use, and then you know if it can have that viral effect of you know maybe in the corner it has like built by Potion or something like that, and then they can click on the widget and then it takes them to my website and then they can create their own widgets. They also then hopefully are introduced to, oh, Potion's also this like big website builder. Hopefully there's like some viral loop in there. That's what I'm kind of trying to go for, like a way to like have a little free tool that's valuable that a lot of Notion users want to use that then Mm. gets Potion kind of in front of them. So those are some of the ideas I'm kind of of going for. and, you know, obviously, I'm sure I'll try out some different widget ideas and some of those will like, they won't do anything like no one really care. But if I could hit on one that's like, actually, like really valuable, and people start like sharing it, um, maybe that would work. That's, that's my hope. That's what that's what I'm <laughs> kind of thinking about. The, the widget <laughs> is like a, an iframe, right? In, in Notion, right? I, yeah. haven't, yep. I, I don't think I have, a, I have used that ever. I see. Then in the iframe, you can do anything. Right? Yep. Oh, I think I have used <laughs> that before. I think I, in my Notion page, I uh, I have a widget to embed my newsletter subscription. I think that's what it is. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a free plan for Boson at the moment? Um, no. So that's actually what I'm working on this week, and actually hoping to maybe like silently launch today uh, as the free plan. Up to this point, I've had a seven day free trial with credit card up front. Um, and so mm. I do think a free plan will hopefully kind of do some marketing for me as well. Um, you know, just kind of have a limited version of one website that they can create with a potion subdomain, um, but it's free. And if they want to upgrade and get all the extra features, they have to start paying. Um, so that's, yeah, I think that will hopefully move the needle a bit. And that's kind of what I'm doing um, this week. I so. see. No, I think, I think for potion is makes sense to have a free plan. I'm a little bit surprised that you don't have that earlier. Like uh, yeah. just free and then, and then have a have a huge, you know, watermark at the floating around <laughs> huge, the website. Huge badge label that like <laughs> covers the the bottom like whole left side of the website. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, all of my products have free plan, like all of it. I just now I noticed, like I think free plan is a is a good marketing tool. Like when you yeah. when you launch on on product hunt, you can mark your product as free. <laughs> Yeah, nobody knows, that's true. Nobody knows how limited it is for the free plan. Free plan, you just have a free plan, like <laughs> freebie. It just gets them to al- click. Available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think it's it's good. At least it's in my experience, like all Snapper, DevUtils, you can all use that for free with with some limitation. For Blackmagic, right. everything also have a free plan. The Magic Cyber also have a free plan, even though very limited. And I don't think anyone uses a free plan at all, <laughs> but there's still, there is. Um, yeah. I think that would yeah, be helpful and, and I think, marketing. You know, a free plan makes a lot of sense for probably our, we, we probably almost uh, are serving a similar market, like pro-consumers, you know, mine are obviously pro-consumers that like Notion and they're using Notion all the time. Um, but, you know, pro consumers that are like trying to build a business online or like for you, they're trying to like build an audience on Twitter. Um, I think it does make sense to have a free plan for that kind of audience or, you know, pro consumers um, because mm-hmm. they're just they're less likely to want to like pay you know, like they they kind of want to know what they're paying for. And so for me, mm-hmm. I have credit card up front. 
and I've been tracking, you know, I've been tracking the events through the onboarding flow and mm -hmm. that you first sign up with your email and then it asks you for your credit card and you to choose a plan and stuff for this, the, mm. the free trial. And I've been tracking mm. and I get a 70% drop from that point. So 70% wow. of the people, yeah, 70% of the people that put in their email, once they see, oh, I got to put in my credit card, they just leave. <laughs> yeah, I think that will just be the fact. I don't know what is the potential for all the products. Um, but uh, it's quite expected when you have uh, to provide credit card upfront, <laughs> I think. I've been right. thinking about it for a while to add credit card upfront for my product, but uh, well, eventually I, I'm, I'm too scared. And then uh, it's also quite complicated to change that flow as of now. I don't have much time, right. so I just leave <clears throat> right. it as now. Too lazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess the argument that some people make is that you know, you, the only the people that get through that flow that add their credit card, like they really have the problem and they really have the need. So they're more likely going to be the people to actually convert and start paying. Um, so that's mm -hmm. probably true. But like, even if I could, by having a free plan, get like 10 to 15%, maybe 20% more people through that door of just like trying out the product. Once they try out mm -hmm. the product and they're like, oh, this is actually like great. Um, and then start paying for it. Like, I, like I'm hoping, you know, that's the hope is that I end up getting more paying customers from having the free trial than, or having the free plan than having this kind of, you know, credit card upfront thing. So in this case, for the, for the case of posting, I think it, it will give you more value when you allow people to use a free plan. I don't know what it is like in the back end, like from the cost perspective, let's say people use posting for free and they have a lot of pay view. Um, then you have free marketing, right? But right. if they don't have any pay view, then you don't you you don't have a problem with your server costs and, and going on. Right. So I feel like it's a it's a good thing. Like it's not like other product where people use a free plan and then you don't get any benefit out of it at all. Right. Um, right. For Poson, there's a there's a little bit of viral loop in there in terms of the watermark that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. they get traffic. That means that your Poson brand will also slap into more eyeballs, yep. and um, and I've I've seen all the web website builder have a free plan, like all of it. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure if Poson uh, Super have it or Typeream have it. Uh, they has do. It or not. I think they do have it. Yep. Yeah, it, it makes sense because uh, yeah, like I said, if a lot of people visiting their sites. Now you they have pay view and then you have marketing and and if they have nothing you also lose nothing so i think that's a <laughs> i'm not sure what what's going on in the back end side the server side but it seemed to me like a good equation equation yeah. to, to no, i think you're right i think you're right hopefully it, it does work out to where it's it's worth it um and and makes a lot of sense um yeah but yeah i wanted to um i just wanted to ask you <clears throat> my throat um a little bit about like what's like normal days look like? Like, what did you do this last week? And uh, what kind of like decision, decisions were you making about your products? And yeah, how, what what did you do this last week? Um, and how, how how's it been? Yeah, I've been sharing this on Twitter, but um, maybe some people don't know this. I've been working with two, two freelancers. So one of them is oh. a developer. Yeah. Not solo uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, 
not sure I should consider myself solo or or we have a team of three now. <laughs> yeah. We uh, I work with a mm-hmm. developer freelancer for like uh, two months. Yeah, uh, already two months. And then recently I needed to write a, an email campaign with uh, a lot of writing stuff. So I hired another content marketer and both are referred to me from a friend of mine. So uh, I didn't took a lot of time to to find them at all. Okay, and, uh, that's good. Yeah, so so for the past week, I've been uh, I've been uh, working with uh, you know trying to figure out a way to work with uh, the team more efficiently, and um, and planning on the next few features for Black Magic, and uh, I also add new feature uh, to to Black Magic uh, a few days ago. And uh, yeah, my day is like this day. I work like um, maybe four hours a day, and uh, that's not counting. That's all you're working Twitter a week. Browsing. <laughs> no, four hours a day, <laughs> not a week. So I, I, oh, right, right. I barely count. Like, yeah, like you're not working much more than four hours a day on a normal week. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, that's pretty. The, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Depend like if I am really in the mood and I'm in a place where I have the setup like uh, at home right now, uh, and I have an idea coming up, I will just go dive in and 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 do that like work eight hours a day or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day I'm trying to uh, I'm learning to do some other stuff in life like uh, learning learning to surf. Recently I went oh. to a conference in uh, in Malaysia. So I had to travel a lot there and give a conference talk in there too. So uh, a lot, a lot of time nice. was spent on traveling and talking to people and doing a lot offline stuff. So the past recent week, uh, not so much. Um, but yeah, I will, I will try to maintain this lifestyle for for a while longer. I haven't made it yet, <laughs> like make it in terms of uh, making a lot of money, fifty k MRR or something. But I don't want to get there and have the stress. I want to yeah. get there in a peaceful way, slowly, but uh, you know, enjoying life at the same time. I think I think that's very uh, wise, um, and it allows <laughs> you, yeah, enjoy life, enjoy what you're doing, which will allow you to keep doing what you're doing probably longer, so that you can just keep doing these businesses and stuff. Um, I mean, twenty. You said uh, you haven't made a lot of money yet. I feel like twenty k a month. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, have what yeah. have you uh, have you Is, done? It, anything with that money yeah like if you try to like buy something or do an experience that you wouldn't have normally done before sure. you know this year i i just bought an apartment so uh, that uh, after i bought it i feel like uh, hmm i don't have a lot of money at all <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like okay I, I i can i can make a living and i can uh, live a, at a very flexible and comfortable lifestyle but when it comes to risk, there's so many levels, <laughs> and if I if I want to pursue them, I keep wanting more and more money. I can I can never end. It, it will never end. But as of now, uh, around twenty k a month is is a lot of money. But it's not like a lot of money that I can buy any house that I want, and I can right, I can right. buy house for my family, for my brother, for my for my relatives. You know family and again i can move anywhere and buy a house there is not that rich so mm-hmm. 
there's still more room for improvement. But yeah, and again, is that, I don't are those want things to, that you I, want to do? Are those things that you want to do at some point? No, I, I don't have a huge urge to do that, but that would be nice <laughs> if I am possible, if I can do that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, again, I don't want to to have a stress to trying to pursue that, like with all of my free time and uh, and, and sacrifice everything. Um, yeah, now I just want to, still want to do that, but at the, as a slow pace with a balanced life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's really cool. I think that's a good way to approach it. And then we have to work, you know, like four hours a week like that or a day, sorry. Um, yeah. Like that's a pretty good balance, like not having to work much more than that. I probably don't, I probably work a, a little bit more than that, but probably not much. Like I'm, I'm at my computer, you know, like eight hours a day, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe nine, but I'm sure a lot of that time is a little bit like me, like browsing things and like learning things on Twitter or some something like that. Like it's not like all like productive focus time. I feel like mm. software developers, a lot of us, like we probably can only focus for like four hours a day, almost like max on like actually like being productive and building, building stuff. Um, at some point mm. your brain kind of like gets tired and you're like not, you're not just not moving as fast. Or, or at least that's what True. I've experienced. Um, yeah. Also for me, five hours a day is an average number. I don't, I don't work five hour, four hours every day. Like uh, some days I just don't work at all, like on average mm -hmm. four hours. But uh, someday I have a very, I'm, I'm very exciting about a new feature that I just work on it the whole day. And then the other day I just don't work at all. So um, yeah, on average, just, just like that. I think that I think also that freedom is is really nice as an indie hacker to, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> to be able to just be like, all right, actually, I really want to do this thing. And like, I'm really motivated to do it. So I'm just gonna like spend 12 hours today, like just going through it and just getting it done. Um, and then yeah. yeah, other days, like, I don't really have anything I want to do, or feel like I need to do, I just won't do as much today. Um, it's, it's really cool to have that freedom um, as a solo Absolutely. entrepreneur, um, as any hacker. So as you mentioned, you're starting to maybe hire some people, it sounds like, work with some freelancers. Um, yeah. So like, how are you going, like, like how are you going to manage that as with having, you know, maybe more responsibility with having a team underneath of you? Uh, right now, I don't feel much different other than the convenience of just uh, telling, telling them uh, what we want to build. And then they can just jump on and, and actually do the work for me. So uh, that is quite nice. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> but um, I don't think I will, I will have a, like a full-time employee where I need to take care of and then manage, manage the whole team. Uh, right now, uh, still very early. And I'm st still trying to figure out what's the best way to work uh, with, with, uh, with the team. So um, uh, the way I'm trying to make it work is that we can have a totally com totally asynchronous work uh, work mm, process mm -hmm. yeah. where I can where I can just share an idea of how I want a feature to be or how I want an email to be written, and uh, based on that they can just uh, give me the result. And still now I still have I still have to re review everything um, manually by my own before I. I I committed to production. Um, I guess later on I will be uh, starting to to delegate more responsibilities, like letting 
letting the team handle more um, critical stuff like the production system so that I will not be the only <laughs> failing point, the only single failing point anymore. That would be yeah. nice. But uh, you got to learn how to do that. Right now, I'm still figuring in, figuring that out. Um, have to leave like something. If I I actually doing the work, it took me like half an hour. But if I uh, add in the communication with the team and then review the work and then adjust the work to work in the way that I want, it will take like three hours. So I'm trying to trade off that for my free time and uh, trying to get that more efficient as the time go by. And uh, yeah, we'd love to share more about this uh, as the time yeah. went by when I have <laughs> more insight on this. Right now, still trying to, to figure it out. And uh, one thing I'm will absolutely, absolutely trying to maintain is the uh, async workflow. Uh, usually we just uh, use async chat and I send voice message or just video message asynchronously. Um, that worked very nice so far. It worked very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think, I think it's possible to build a team, especially if you're doing async, like you're saying in a way that hopefully, you know, you, you as the, you know, founder can still have a lot of freedom. Like, yeah, maybe you're going to have to answer yeah. some questions every once in a while. Um, I think especially if you hire the right people that are like, you know, they can handle things on their own pretty well and they don't like need you like micromanaging them. Mm. Um, I think you can build a company that will hopefully feel pretty similar to like how you were as a solo indie hacker where you just kind of like have a lot of freedom, can work on things when you want and stuff um, and still do that into like bringing that into having um, a team. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. kind of hoping for. Like I, I've really enjoyed being a solo indie hacker and I think I probably will be like, I don't think I'll have many, um, I don't think I have employees for Potion, um, but maybe my next thing, like I could see maybe wanting to try to build out a team um, just because it does give you a lot more leverage. And, and it's, I guess it's kind of just like a new challenge. Like I've really enjoyed being solo, uh, but mm -hmm. there, I think the challenge of like creating and building a team and like helping those people learn, um, I think that's just could be a lot of fun. Uh, so I don't know. I, I still haven't decided yet, but I'm thinking like maybe my next thing, you know, obviously I'd start out by myself mm -hmm. or maybe with a co-founder because you just, I, you can't hire people on day one when you have no money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> but after that, like maybe start to try to build a team. That's, that's, a, I'm, I've been thinking through recently at least. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I think I get lucky with the team. Uh, friends introduced me to the team, uh, to, uh, the freelancers. And uh, mm -hmm. they are really great. And uh, the fun thing about the, the developer is that um, he also know me in events and he also wanted to to grow in his career that at some point he will be an, uh, a founder as well like me. So mm -hmm. a lot of the time in the beginning, I just tell him uh, like the task that I, I, I let him do. Um, I tell him exactly how I wanted it to be. But then much later on, I started to give more vague and abstract instruction. Like this is something I want to be, can you design it for me? And then can you design it somehow to make it friendly to use and, and, and all of that. Yeah. And then I will, I will look at all your design and I'll, I'll tell you what is wrong and what is, what, what should be done better. And then uh -huh. now I, uh, yeah, then, uh, he, he started to do that. It, it worked uh, recently quite okay. And then I will imagine in the future, I would just say, 
uh, I want to have a new page that do this. Then um, go. That should be good. <laughs> then yeah, let, let just just go, man. <laughs> and then and then he would just um, you know, figure stuff out, trying to to uh, brainstorm how how what how to design the product uh, good in terms of US UI design, where to put the button, yep. what does the button say, um, what is the message like. I even let him write some write some of the email that I sent to customers. And um, yeah, that's awesome. it's, it's good that it's good that he's willing to learn and uh, and uh, have the same career path that I wanted to aim, uh, when I when I was uh, at his position as well. So so that was uh, pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. And like for, you know, and it's like amazing for him, like if, if that is the career path you want, like you want to like build your own business, be an indie hacker, I think like getting to work for an indie hacker that's like doing well, like that would be like the dream job because you just kind of like sit back and just learn so much from doing that. And you kind of get to have your hands on lots of different things. Um, whereas like working at like a bigger company, you're kind of just like a cog in this big, like, you know, infrastructure and, and system and process that doesn't sure. allow you to really do that much. Like you're kind of just like, this is your one thing. You just do that thing and you kind of eventually get bored of it and you're not like learning from it very much. So I think that kind of job, yeah, that, that would be a pretty awesome job. Um, so it's, yeah. it's kind of a good deal for both of you, I think, which is, which is yeah, good. I only, I only hope that when he build his own product and become his own founder of his own company, he can train a new, a new person for me because at some point, <laughs> When he grow enough, he learn all the things he wants. Then he will leave. <laughs> so yeah, it will be pretty sad future. But uh, just feel like the right thing to do at this time. So, yep, that makes yeah. sense. Well, let's see any any other things that you wanted to talk about or, or that we haven't talked about yet on this that you were that you've been thinking about or interested about recently. Uh no, really, I haven't. Uh, I haven't done any preparation for this at all. But uh, oh, no, that's fine. I, I want to ask about Poson and you. I already did. So okay. uh, yeah, just Perfect. go with the flow. If we discuss anything, just I could just <laughs> follow that. No, yeah. no, that's good. That's perfect. Um, yeah, I mainly just wanted to kind of hear your mind and what you think about. And so yeah, I, you didn't need to like prepare anything like that. This is awesome. Um, just to see like what it's like for an indie hacker like you, solo indie hacker that's built up some awesome businesses. Like it's pretty awesome to kind of hear just how you think and stuff. So thanks for coming on, Tony. This has been fun. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably share this uh, soon or probably next, next week, beginning of next week. And so people can follow along and, and where, yeah, where can they, if they don't already know about you, where, where should they be following you? So the easiest way is to go to tonyden.com, Tony, D-I-N-H.com. And then in there, you will find my newsletter, my Twitter, and all of my products. Yep. And we'll, we'll be looking forward to that YouTube channel you were talking about at the beginning. <laughs> yes. You're going you're gonna to make all these videos. <laughs> See, I haven't trained my, ma my mind to mention the YouTube video channels. So that's the point where it haven't grown yet. So hopefully... <laughs> in the future. Yep. All right. Uh, talk to you guys in another episode.